It's a late night Friday edition of the R&B Cop Podcast. We're going to kick it nice and slow for you this evening. Eric Marcus, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm not ready for the R&B slow podcast. I'm like charged up and ready to go. Probably doesn't help that I'm three hours ahead. So I'm <laughs> still re- I'm still awake, but I'm good. I'm really excited to be here, ready to talk about the Braves, excited to talk about two weeks of baseball. Um, I'm really good. Good. How no, I felt it was Braves. Fitting. How, How about, about them, Braves? them Braves? Eric Marcus. Um, before we jump into it, just it's been a, a fun couple of weeks of baseball. Um, also, some not so fun time of baseball. Yeah, yeah we um, had. <laughs> we, you know, we several losses or maybe one, one loss to the Diamondbacks, two losses to the Diamondbacks. One loss My, to the Diamondbacks and two to the lowly A's. Yeah, that we can, we can just not talk about that. That for all, for all I care, that didn't happen. That they're no, a weird, they're a weird place, and I'll dig into them. But it's a different. Oh, you will. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to talk about the A's. But we're going to talk about the A's, the A holes. Yeah, the A holes. Goodness, yeah. yes, not happy about that. Well, um, I'll dive in, Eric Marcus, mm. with my rant of the week. Yeah, um, go for it, Spencer Strider. What is you doing, baby? Ugh. Two starts in a row where you just go, man, he does not have it, um, which is odd. It's so it I, so his not his most recent start, but his second most recent start just did not did not mm-hmm. have it. Got crushed. Mm-hmm. Um, this last start, giving up, like getting crushed, but also did he was it eight or nine strikeouts he ended with? He he had swing and miss, and he had. Mm-hmm. It just, but it just, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't what's going where on you there. want it. Don't and know what's going too on. Too many there. balls over the middle of the plate. And... Well, but normally he can throw it over the plate. His fastball's yeah. so live, though, mm-hmm. that usually you get the swing and miss. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe guys have figured him out. And the 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 short legend of the stash, or you know, he figures it out. I hope he figures it out. Um, well, I I think. Part of this is it's the Mets and the Mets know us better than anyone. Like we have faced off against the Mets so many times that they know everything we're going to pull. They know when it's coming. They know what to expect. They're not going to be surprised. They're not looking at Spencer Strider going, oh, my gosh, I've never seen this before. They're like, yeah, 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 we know. He throws it hard. And also the Mets don't swing and miss. So this is a group that... Strider may not necessarily be less effective, but it's a different kind of approach to the Mets. Like, I i mean, I'm still laughing at the way he looked at him last year, where after they dink and dunked him and kind of whittled him away, he's like, no, F these guys. We're going to come full power and dominate. And I think and we did. Point, and we did. But... The Mets kind of, they know what to expect. And I mean, it's the same reason why we always beat up Max Scherzer. It's like, I know what you've got. I know what you can do. I'm not afraid. And we took care of business against him. And we took care of business against Verlander too, even though we don't have the history with him, but it happens. It's true. We um, we once again proved that we, we are the Mets' father. 
Um, and it is not particularly close. But yes, I um, if he has a third start in a row that looks that terrible, I'm gonna start um, start pushing the the blinking light to go. Hey, something's wrong. Um, especially yeah. when you've got Max and Kyle out. Um, that is not that is not good. Yeah. Yeah, this but isn't... hey, Shane, Shane Bieber may be available at the deadline, so who knows? That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, there's going to be a lot of interesting names. I'm like, could the Mets be sellers? I mean, did you say they, <laughs> they just lost to the to Pirates? Be. They just lost to the Pirates today, so they're in free fall mode now. Dude. So What is, is the it, division? It's, it's we the are, Braves and the Marlins, dude. I know. We're nine and a half games up on the Mets, Mets right now. Like nine yeah. and a half games. That's like two weeks of bad baseball for the Mets to come back. Also, they've lost seven in a row. That's bad mm-hmm. news. That's not good. Especially right now where – and now Pete Alonso's on the – also, Pete Alonso's the most overrated player around. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of him. Throw it again. That was funny. That was really funny. Pete Alonzo, man. Yep. We um we own the Mets, and it is it is such a delight every year. Four hundred million dollars, Eric. Four hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Just you thought you thought the Phillies with three hundred million was bad. Here mm-hmm. we are. Here we are. Four hundred million dollar payroll, three hundred million dollar payroll. And neither of them are even in second place. Mm-hmm. Is that but not outrageous? It's crazy. The Marlins. I, I here's the thing that I'm more surprised with is that Luisa Rise is batting almost 400. 400. Like, He's batting over 400. Like it's I, June. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean. The good thing, and this is what we have to look forward to, he's not going to bat 400 through the rest of the year, which means regression is coming. He may bat 380 or 375, but he's going to slump at some point. And simply just because you can't keep that up. Like, it doesn't work like that. And it's not like he hits hard enough. Like, they're going to figure it out. Also, he is the beneficiary of rules. Like, the fact that they got rid of the shift means he can hit the ball wherever he wants and he knows how to mm. hit it in tolls. But I don't think it's this is sustainable. I mean, there's a reason why multiple teams have moved on from him. It's because he doesn't have other tools that make him special. And if you can hit the ball where – hit it where they ain't, like, that's great, but what about all the rest of the things that you need to do? Well, I don't know. if he if he hits it where they ain't and he's got people on base to score runs, that's how you win ball games. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Which it's the true. Marlins have been doing. Yeah, six in a row. They two. were they were my sleeper pick. If you remember to not finish last, I just yeah, didn't well, think they're not doing that. Second. So yeah, nuts. But Eric, um, your rant of the week. Well, I'm gonna borrow a week from last week because I don't have much to complain about this week. We've been kicking tail. But um, those A's, first of all, I think my issue with the A's is not so much that we didn't play well or that they're good. They're not good. Um, But it's annoying to play against a major league team in 
a setting that doesn't feel like a major league ballpark mm-hmm. and a major league anything. Like nobody wants to go to an empty ballpark where nobody's like cheering. Like that's just weird. Like we're not in the COVID season where nobody's allowed to come to the ballpark. Like you're allowed to come. And I think that's just wrong. And it bothers me because the A's shouldn't be like, it shouldn't be allowed for them to just not try and put a product. Like they should be relegated to the minor leagues or something like let's get a team that wants to be here. That's willing to put real baseball players on their, on their team. And let's get rid of these A's. So that's annoying. Also, Yesterday, I went to a low A minor league game with my wife. So we saw the Stockton Ports, who are the A's minor league team, and the the Inland Empire 66ers, because that's where I live. Best name in minor league baseball. It was great. It was great. (laughs) But um, I wanted only to trash pandas. That's also (laughs) a good one. Um, But we went to see the game. And the A's lost there, too. If you're going to be bad, you should at least be good in the minor leagues. But they got smashed. And I wasn't complaining. I was there rooting for the 66ers. But still, like, make it interesting. They do have some interesting players. There's a kid. He's, I think he's 19, 18. Henry Bolte. Um, He played, I think he's a catcher. But the kid can hit. And I'm really excited for what he could be in three years. Uh, but he was interesting. And in general, I am realizing I'm a huge, like, minor league baseball nerd. I've always been, like, a prospect nerd. But I think I'm digging even deeper to that. Um, when the Braves called up A.J. Smith-Shaver, I got giddy and excited because he's not supposed to be playing in the big leagues at this age. And then right after that, the Padres called up Ethan Solis, who's a catcher in their low a team which is doesn't really mean anything for the average joe but to eric who lives in the inland empire of southern california and he plays for the lake elsinore storm that means Mm. they just called him up to my backyard so i'm going to be making a trip down to lake elsinore in the near future or to san bernardino to watch the ie 66ers play the Lake Elsinore Storm, because I want to watch Ethan Solis. I want to watch this kid play, and I'm really excited. I think he's going to be – I don't even know if he's going to be a beast, but I just think it's cool that I can watch a kid who was just signed out of another country who's 16, who should be playing in high school or who should be in high school, but he's playing pro ball and he's making money. And I just think that that whole thing is fascinating. I think it's interesting, the mental aspect of things. The defense at these games is trash and garbage. And it's funny, at one point, this kid at second base, he he made a stellar like diving grab, slide on his knees. He pops up, makes a quick jump, has more time than he needs to make the throw to first. He throws it halfway between first and home. And it's like, oh, what a waste. There wasn't a run going home, or at least I don't think so. I think it was supposed to be the first, but he completely missed. He was nowhere close to anybody. And I was like, yep, and this is minor league baseball. There's another play. Kid hits a rocket off the wall. It ricochets towards center field. Kind of like the Ronald Acuna play that got him in a lot of trouble in the playoffs. Mm. But um, this one wasn't as dramatic, but... 
he is a minor league or low A baseball player, and the defense is low A defense. So he was hustling around the around the bags. He slid into home, was beat by the throw, but the catcher misplayed the throw, and so it squirted away, and he slid in safe for a home run. So it's kind of weak baseball. It feels yep. like you're watching like a high school game, but it was still fun, um, and it was a good time. So I I don't know. I think the Braves play down to their competition. They don't get into these kinds of like just boring games. The fact that there's nobody there, like I'm not surprised that the Braves got smashed by the A's. I'm not surprised that Rizel Iglesias forgot how to find the plate. And he's been awesome ever since. Like I am not surprised by any of these things, but it was unbelievably frustrating. It's sad to see Soroka um, have his debut get spoiled. He also didn't look good against the the Diamondbacks. So that was a bummer too. But overall, I think we're fine. Not worried. It was sad to see the homecomings of Sean Murphy and what's his name? Matt Olson be spoiled by bad baseball, but we're fine. We're fine. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Thank you, Forrest. <laughs> all right. Um, so Eric, your, uh, your rave of the week. Now that we've gotten past our rants, what are you raving about? Um, I think, the Braves, the bullpen is starting to turn the corner. I was, I mean, there's moments. And, like, the Mets game, and especially, like, the game yesterday, there uh-huh. were a lot of ugly performances in there. But in a game like that, you kind of throw out the numbers. Guys are going to have clunkers. That's okay. But there was a moment that made me feel especially encouraged, and that was, when in the ninth inning, Snicker didn't turn to Rizal Iglesias in game two. He went to A.J. Minter. And A.J. Minter quickly took care of Alvarez and got a ground ball. And then he took care of Nimmo. And he was able to work his way through the inning and get out of trouble and just take handle business. And he's been doing that more and more. And that's what we need. That's what we need from him is a guy who we can trust, who... When our closer's tired or when the bullpen needs a guy to come in and get a key out, that's what we need, and he's doing that. And that is – got to throw out the numbers at this point. Like, the numbers are going to be bad. It's not going to be his good a good year. But I think his numbers are starting to climb down. I don't mm-hmm. – I didn't, I didn't see his ERA lately, but I looked, and I want to say it's starting to look like not a horrible ERA. And that's – I mean, that's all you can ask for at a certain point. It's like, well, you've already kind of coughed things up as badly as they're going to get. But if you can start to make this look interesting, like he's almost in the fives, another good couple of weeks and he'll be in the fours. Like, And if you squint, you're like, oh, actually, he's been pretty good. So I feel confident that A.J. Minter is going to start getting right. And that's really inco- important and encouraging. Um, the bottom of the order is starting to look better. Mm-hmm. Um Michael Harris finally had a game and I don't know. I'm just, I'm starting to feel good. And then Marcelo Zuna being a dude and not only like having a good game, but also like there was an article that was written into the athletic that he had a pet pep talk with Michael Harris. Like, that's awesome. Like that's what, yeah. 
Like, that's what we want. Like, I don't need you to be the best player on the team. Like, that job is filled. You don't need to do that. I don't need 2020 Ozuna, although I'll take it. But if you can be a veteran presence and be some, even the way he handled the 415-foot single, like, hey, I felt bad. I shouldn't have done that. Like, I get it. And people made it seem like he should have been on third base. How the heck is he supposed to get to third base when it was hit that hard? I'm sorry. In his defense, that's a home run in like 23 major league stadiums. Yeah, it was smoked. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, he smoked that. Like, sorry, dude, you hit it in Arizona. Like, tough luck. I'm also luck. okay with what Snicker did. Everybody's okay with everything everybody did. It's fine. Yeah. I just, but yes, but yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> Love me some Marcel. Yeah. Love me some Marcel. Um, yes, bullpen. Big props, big ups. I was very concerned there for a minute, but we're good now. We're back to level. Um, mm-hmm. My rant, Eric, um, mm-hmm. the Braves, or my rave, sorry, my rave. The Braves, they just love to come from behind, Eric. <laughs> it's what they do, and they love it. Um, and especially when it's against the Mets, three times in a row, it just it's a rough feels week. so... So good. It feels so good. It does. I can't I can't express to you the joy it brought me watching the games and checking the scores to find out that three times in a row Braves came four, from behind. The four hundred million dollar payroll Mets gave up a lead and lost the game. Three times in a row. And they've lost to the Pittsburgh Pirates. It just, (laughs) it feels, it feels so good. I also, secondary rave that I would like to point out. I don't know if it's a rave so much as that it's also a rant. It's a rave Mm -hmm. rant. Um, Marcelo Zuna and Matt Olson. Mm -hmm. Who do you think has the higher batting average? It's a Zuna, isn't it? It's Marcelo Zuna. Oh, wow. Marcelo Zuna now has a higher batting average than Matt Olson. That's kind of scary. But also Matt Olson has like 17 or 18 home runs. So does Matt Olson have 17 or 18 home runs? I'm not I'm not sure that's true. Oh, uh, I hope so. I thought it was. I, let me look let me look at these. Let me look back at these stats. If I'm if I'm looking at right, um Marcelo Zuna is okay. Matt Olson does have 17 home runs. Um but Marcel has 12. <laughs> it's not bad. So he's not bad. He's coming back up. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, so I just I I don't know, man. I I wanna I wanna believe in Matt Olson, but right now that man is not in the right spot in the batting order. Mm, that's fair. I'll give you that. Um that's just my opinion. You know what's going to happen? Everyone's going to start talking about how bad Matt Olsen's doing, just like we did to Austin Riley. And then he's going to wake up, and he's going to get scorching hot. And we're going to be fine. At least, though, like, it was one thing when Olsen was, like, 0 for 50. And it's like, dude, what so happened rough. to this guy? Like, at least he's – I mean, he had a hit today. Um, I don't know what he did yesterday, but, like, he's going to be fine. Like he may not be carrying the Braves, but that's okay, because Sean Murphy's been a been a beast, 
and Ronald Acuna has cooled off a little bit, but it's still a beast. I love the like the motorcycle thing that he does. Like that's awesome. He would be so freaking annoying if you're playing against him. Like I totally get why he gets pegged so many times by the Marlins. Like he is super freaking annoying, but also like awesome. Say what you want about Atlanta sports, but we have two of the most antagonistic athletes in the country in Ronald Acuna and Trey Young. They Mm. just thrive Mm. on getting under people's skin. And it's so (laughs) fun to watch. Well, I think Um, that's what's great. It's like, it's really fun to watch a guy who loves being disliked and like rooted against and like he loves that like that's why i loved kobe for so long it's like kobe loved hearing booze he loved when people hated him because it's like yeah that's right that's right i'm still gonna beat you like that's awesome it's fun um and ronald acuna man he just if he doesn't get mvp i don't i don't know what's right in this world I just who do you who do you vote for other than him right now in the National League? I don't know. That Aussie kid's been pretty freaking hot too. Aussie man. I, I don't think he's putting up MVP stuff. No, he's not. No. He's not. But he's an all-star. He's gonna be a guy that is putting an Aussie quietly is kind of a beast. Like Aussie's been put put it together ooh. very well. Yeah. Like he hits, he plays defense, he can run, he's a leader. Like, you're like, okay, guy, like, I see you. I see you. Sean Murphy, like, that sign or that trade is looking better and better. Also, the A's and Asturi Ruiz looking not like the worst pickup in the world. Asturi. Um, I don't know. I like, I'm still rooting him. Austin Riley is starting to turn the corner. Like we're in a really good spot. Like it is really good to see things. I yeah, I knew. Right. I just had a hunch that no matter how we slumped at the beginning, once the weather gets warm in Atlanta, mm-hmm. the ball starts flying. I mean, you saw Arcia hit one the other night that like in in March or April probably doesn't get out. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's. Summer in Georgia, that ball just starts. Whew. So yeah. we'll see. I'm hoping I'm hoping Acuna can pick up his home run pace for that 40-40 yeah. year. I don't I'm think just... he hits 40-40. I just he's not that kind of home run hitter anymore. He's more of a line drive, hit the ball hard and hit gaps than like go all out for power. And I'm all for it. Like he has plenty of power. He doesn't need to try to hit hit home runs i would rather him just see the ball hit the ball and let it take off yeah um speaking of hitting the ball and taking off um i'm at least from what i'm looking at looking at a very fortuitous next little week here um came back from behind tonight against the washington nationals Mm -hmm. um seems to be a theme here the g nats um the Nats. Yeah. Um, and we've got two more against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we welcome the Detroit Tigers for a three game series. Detroit baseball. <laughs> oh boy. And then we, we welcome the Colorado Rockies for Rocks. four. Excellent. Um, so let's see, that's nine, 
nine games here. Um, I'm I'm looking at probably potentially seven and two homestand after mm-hmm. what we've done so far. A seven and two week. Um, yeah. You know, if pitching holds out, I mean, it's in Atlanta. The you know the Nationals are the the ghost of the 2019 World Series team, and then some. Right. Um, right. The Tigers. Did don't you scare see? You. Did you and the see, Rockies don't scare you? Did I see what? Did you did you see the news on what's his name Strasburg? No. So he had some he had some like nerve issue. It was and, the thoracic something or other, right? Yeah, and he's just, I mean, just feeling real down, and that it's unlikely that he's going to be able to play again. It's like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoy disliking my rival teams and the Nats are definitely up there. And Strasburg is always a guy that I never liked facing, but it was still kind of cool to watch him be awesome. And it's like, Oh man, like you were a beast and now you're like, not. And that kind of sucks. I'm glad he got paid though. Like imagine have having this stuff happen a year prior and he doesn't get his big contract, like good for him and good for us because that means the nationals still have to pay him. Mm-hmm. Um, that team is terrible when it comes to spending money. They don't know what the hell they're doing. No, but that's not don't. my problem. Um, no, it's never fun. It's never fun when a guy like that happens. Um, but at the same time, as bad as it will sound, I think he will probably go down as the biggest bust yeah. in recent memory. Yeah, that's, to have that's to have as much hype coming out of high school and in the draft as he did mm. to to just I mean and it wasn't even this just the number of injuries mm. year after year after year after mm-hmm. year and this guy like you knew it was there when he was healthy yeah. it was there and you just yeah. but man he could not stay on the field um yeah. and so now the Nationals are gonna have to pay him all that money yeah. So, anyways, um, now to mention, I think they still have cheddar. deferred money that they're paying to Mets starting pitcher Max Scherzer, which is also just like ridiculous. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, I just love, don't you just love baseball? Yeah, it's like, yeah, we just paid this guy $15,000 tonight to smoke us. Awesome, <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Oh, also, man. watch out for the Tigers. They're like actually like a somewhat decent team this year. And I mean they're not like a superstar team, but like we got they got by the me. by the A's. Um and I'm not so worried about the Rocks. Watch next week and be talking about our rant being that the Rockies got us, but um I don't know. We'll see. I I'm curious to see what guys do and how they handle lesser competition. I think you got to stay focused. This team doesn't give me the confidence that they're as focused as last year's team. I think they're just as good, but like last year's team locked in against some of these bad teams and just destroyed them. Whereas sometimes I worry about this team. I'm hoping that we use some of these lesser teams to work like Rodri Munoz, who just got called up. Good for him. And then um, he got sent right back down. <laughs> oh, did he get sent back down already? He did. He did. did. Who did they call somebody up today? Who did they call up today? I forgot who they called up, but they 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 called up. I remember getting excited about Munoz, and then the next day it was like, and so and so is reinstated or whatever. And oh, that's Munoz, Munoz that's got lame. optioned back down. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. Never mind then. 
Well, good for him. It was fun while it lasted. And he'll Braves get his legend. opportunity. Yeah, Braves, Braves legend. legend. I mean, Reyes. he didn't get DFA'd. He's fine. No. It's not like he's dead or anything. No, he got um, option, but still. <laughs> he got a taste. Oh, yeah, he got to he got to wear the jersey. Tonkin. Tonkin's back. Wow. Tonkin truck. Yeah, Tonkin truck. Um, no, we're cool. Um, I wonder how long it'll be till we see Soroka. Do you think it's after the all-star break? Um, here's, here's, man, here's what I'm terrified about with Soroka. I want him to be good. Yeah. His starts in triple a up until that game against the A's. And then really that game against Arizona, his triple a stats and his starts looked really good. Yeah. And then you bring him against major league competition Mm -hmm. and it's okay. Yeah. Um, I just worry that he becomes that like quad A guy. Seventh, yeah, quad A, four A, like okay. hey, we need somebody for long relief in the pen, or hey, we need somebody to like spot start in the in you know a pinch and then get sent back down kind of thing. Yeah. Um because his his stuff looks okay, his velo is okay, but he just the way his mechanics work out, he's leaving way too many things over the plate. And mm-hmm. you can get away with that in AAA. You cannot right. get away with that in the show. Right. Well, um, and he doesn't have the downward movement that got us all excited. Like he used to be able to get downhill uh, kind of like Lance Linnish. And he doesn't have that anymore. Yeah. No, and... his, sink, his sinker was nasty. And now it's just kind of like, eh. And he may need to spend some time like reworking his mix and kind of figuring that out. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, and if this is a, a a year that he spends more time in AAA than in the majors, like that's fine. Like what I don't want to do is see the Braves. Oh, Soroka's back. Oh, Soroka's down. Soroka's back. Soroka's down. Like it just come up or stay down. Like yeah. if you're going to dominate in AAA, come on back. But it was very obvious that his mechanics weren't right. Like he was still trying to figure that out and you can deal with that against the A's, mm-hmm. but you can't deal with that against also the Dimebacks are scary. Like that's They're a good. really good team. They're good. Like, like I get Dodgers talk out here and they're all like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Diamondbacks. They're a real freaking good team. Like Corbin Keller Carroll's a dude. And like the Diamondbacks not- could be buyers. Mm-hmm. They should be. Like, we all thought, oh, Zach Allen, go get Zach Allen. I don't think so. I think Zach Allen's going to be putting trophies in his case and probably leading the Diamondbacks into a playoff series. Like, that's a team that if they add another guy, like, that's a scary team. If they get one more big bat, they could be be interesting. Um, But that'll be fun to watch. So, Eric, any – Parting words before we we split for another week. No, I'm just really happy to. I mean, I get parting words no, and then I start giving parting words. So whatever um, <laughs> words. Um, no, I'm just happy to talk about baseball. This is awesome. The Braves look great. I'm excited. Get excited. Go to a game. Um, support your local minor league teams because they're really fun. And this is cool. So that's all I have to say about that. Can confirm. Oh. Minor league games are fun. Oh, um, earlier, and I guess we can drag this in. 
um, you asked me why I gave Taking Pelham One Two Three as one of my favorite movies. I did. Um, I I was curious. So, have you seen Taking Pelham One Two Three? I have not. Okay. So Denzel Washington, the trailer John thought, Travolta, nah. jo- Denzel Washington, John Travolta. They're in New York. Um, and the car- the dialogue and the banter between those two is fantastic. So John Travolta plays um, an out of prison like uh, he well he's a hostage leader. So he's holding a bunch of people in a train hostage, mm-hmm. and Denzel Washington is a train operator. Um, who's kind of the command guy at the subway station and they stumble in each other's paths. And so Travolta is interacting with Washington about like, well, I want this much money. Okay. Well, they're on their way. And like, Hey, so what are you doing down there? Like, are you sure this is the best idea? Like everybody in New York knows that you're here and you're all over the news. And it was just really interesting. The characters between them are good. There's a lot of other good characters, Who's the guy from? Um, did you ever watch was that Wednesday? The Netflix show? Yeah. I did not. Okay. Well, the dad from that show, the like old guy with like a beard. I don't know what his name is, but he's in there. There's a lot of decent actors in it. It's a good show. Good movie. But um, I don't know. I watched it in college my very first night in the dorms. And I was like, wow, like, this is college. And also, wow, like, this is a cool movie. And um, when the guy who hosted that movie night was graduating, he left us a bunch of the his DVDs. And so I grabbed that one. And so I've always had that DVD. And so I'm like, oh, wow, this is my first night of college. And I don't know. I think the movie's really good. So it's always been one of my favorites. Major League is definitely one of my favorite movies, which is another movie on there. And then I love the Bane Batman movie, which I know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dark Knight is really good, too. But I just think Bane is a really cool villain. And so I've always liked that movie, too. For our Gen Z audience, a DVD is what you used is a disc that you used to have to put (laughs) into a machine in order to watch a movie. So there you go. Um, yes, no, we, I was just really, all those made sense except taking Pelham one, two, three, that just, it, you know, when people give a top three, there's usually like a theme or like a thing you're like, okay, like these are normal, like, but then, yeah. So I was, I was very curious, but that makes sense. That makes Uh sense. Um, have you seen face off? I have not seen face off. That's a, you, if you want like a mind bender, witty, bantery it's it's nicholas cage and john travolta okay it's right. but it's also it's kind of intense okay another but, movie that i hadn't thought about was parasite have you seen parasite is that the korean one that is an amazing movie yes i have i keep wanting to see it but then i just like find something else i want to watch it okay <laughs> when you're awake go watch parasite fantastic okay. movie like it's it's all subtitles, but fantastic. Really good story. Really interesting. Really fun. Um, kind of gross, but really good movie. Definitely a, a movie to see. Okay. But I, when I was thinking about movies, I was like, oh, that's a good one, too. Oh, that's a good one, too. And so these are just some movies. Like, I uh, everyone likes Star Wars. I was never a huge Star Wars person. Don't get me wrong. I like it. 
but I didn't have the experience of Star Wars like the rest of the world did. So I like it. It's cool. I had too much Star Wars. I had all the action figures, but oh, that's yep. awesome. Yeah, it was intense. So taking Pelham one, two, three people. There you go. Yeah, that's and your fever pitch. Popcorn. Love that movie, like, too. Ah, fever pitch. Hard to beat. <laughs> Hard to beat. And that movie came out around the same time that I was playing MVP Baseball 2005, which is also like an awesome mm. game. So yes, good times. Good times. I just remember playing triple play baseball. On Ooh. the N64. I know. Wait, Sammy which Sosa. one? Oh, 2000. Uh, I had that yeah. one. It was solid. It was solid. And Eric, with with that, I believe it's time we bid everyone adieu. To you and you and you. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is good. Take care. Have a good night. We'll see y'all. Go Braves. This has been the R&B Podcast. Ranting and braving. Your hosts, Eric Marcus. I'm Kellen Key. Good night, everybody. See ya.